Welcome into the Section 109 podcast. I'm your producer, Jay, and with me, as always, are two co-hosts. I don't think we've ever had this uh, combination before without another it's a, specific It's a new pairing program. up top. It is. It is, and it's dangerous because we don't have Breezy here to keep us in check. It's That's a tall true. and a small. You know it. That is true. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? So Smitty's here, and if it sounds like I'm congested, it's because I am. He has the keto flu. <laughs> <laughs> this is Matt Coniglio. So we have... A long-awaited That's So MPSL that I found this week and kind of giggled to myself and figured that I would bring it to the table. And then, uh, Matt, what are we going to do after That's So MPSL? We are going to take a deep dive on the NISA season. Uh, We'll look at some of the teams that we're going to be playing this year. We'll take a quick look at uh, this weekend's matchups. And then we're going to go player by player down the CFC roster. So Help you guys uh, acclimate, uh, get to know some of these guys. Uh, we'll hopefully have a lot of them on during the season for some interviews so you can get to know them more personally. Get ready to listen to Matt because Smitty and I have already resigned most of our time so that we can allot him more time to speak. <laughs> yeah, we're the we're the pretty ones here. Yeah. So uh, well, with, that, with that being said, you ready to get into it? Yeah, it's been a while. I was excited to get going. Let's go. Let's go. So before I dive right into the That's So MPSL segment, I do want to let you guys know that uh, the other day I was driving in my truck and my phone automatically connected, which honestly it never does to my phone and it decided, or to my truck, and it just decided to this time. And that's what played when it synced up and chose like the first song on the library. It was out because I have them named like A dash you know, that's so MPSL. So they'll be at the top and I won't have to like go look for them. Like no matter what they're first alphabetically. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, so that's so just good. played. Love it. I was like, Oh gosh, it was kind of a calling. That's so MPSL from your truck. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so, um, do you guys know where North Macedonia is? Yeah. It's like the new officially recognized country just North of Greece. Right. It's a sandwich between Kosovo and Greece or uh, Bulgaria and Albania. So, um, I don't know how long this league has existed, but it is the um, Macedonia First Division. And I have no idea what kind of transpired before the play because the video doesn't actually show like the entirety of it, what happens, um, unless we see it here. And I'm just an idiot and didn't see it before. But we'll let this play out. And for you listeners, we're going to post this on Twitter um, as a reply to um, our announcement of this podcast being released. So if you want to watch the video while we listen to it, you can go to our Twitter and watch it. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. So this guy has a ball. <laughs> so top did you see what he did? Wait, what? Play that again. They'll show it. So everybody's crowding the rest. By the way, the ref has an amazing mustache. Yeah. All right, so here we go. So the the one player that's defender has a ball in his hand and no. throws it at that player at the ball. So that's why I say I'm confused. I don't know what happened before the play. Like maybe it was a throw in that a player thought they they should have used one ball and the other team went used another. But that guy Kostov gets a red card. So if we'll, we'll go back and watch it again, so you can kind of see it in real time. No, hold on. So he has a ball. He's chasing him. Right as he takes a touch, he throws his ball no at that way. ball. <laughs> the player still takes a shot because he yeah, kept yeah. his ball. That's great. 
That's insane. So, yeah, I, I have no idea how that player, because they don't show, like I said, the play, bef- like the the play beforehand <laughs> that leads to him running with a ball in his hands and chucks it at the ball that the player got. By the way, that was not the same ball he had. So he got. So he that guy like hit his ball out of his touch and yes. he got the ball that the dude threw. Yep. <laughs> That's incredible. It's yep. awesome. I'm so a big fan. If you want to go back and watch this, go check out our Twitter page. And the player's reaction to being red carded is great too. Yeah. What? Like what? Are you, what are you talking That's about? not out of the ordinary at all. All right, you guys ready to dive into the roster? Let's, Let's do go. it. So a little breaking segment here. We didn't uh, we didn't talk about this in the beginning because it was a spur of the moment thing. Matt, who are we on the phone with? We've got our West Coast correspondent, Andrew Breezy. Woo! Hey, Breezy. Breezy, quit playing disc golf and podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You are listening live to the Portland, Oregon disc golf mania course. Dude, he went so... He's been... I teed off right as you guys uh, threw to me, and I uh, threw it almost at a car. So I had a moment. (laughs) He's been been in Portland for less than a day and is already playing disc golf. That's so sad. So what we're going to do here, we're going to preview the week's matches, or this weekend's matches. And uh, because Breezy's out on the West Coast not going to the CFC game for some already scheduled plans, we're going to force him to make score predictions for the weekend's games. Sometimes without even knowing the roster. So up first, uh, if you're listening on the re- release date, it's going to be today. L.A. Force Again. versus Detroit City, Friday, February 28th. Ooh. Breezy. Wow. That game is in Los Angeles. What's your score prediction? L.A. Force who? Skin. Detroit City? Yep. Right? Yep. Um, so my score prediction, oh, boy. I'm going to go 2-1 Detroit City. I think Detroit brought back a lot of returners. I have not seen much news on the LA Force, and I'm going to assume that they maybe did not carry over a lot of players, so I really don't know. So I'm going to say 2-1 Detroit City in a very, very lucky Detroit win. <laughs> Love it. Is, is that, it every win yeah, Detroit exactly. a lucky Detroit win? Their keeper stands on their head. They managed to pull one out. <laughs> oh, yeah. the shot. It'll be, like, it'll be like they'll have four shots on goal, two goals, and, and LA will have ten. But it will be just like they've been doing the past uh, season slash other season. And yeah. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, next up, Stumptown Athletic hosting San Diego 1904 FC. That is going to be a blowout to San Diego for nothing. Ooh. Oh, wow. Bold. Bold. I love it. All right. Getting spicy here. Stumptown are not good at soccer. <laughs> Next up, Oakland Roots hosting. By the way, by the way, I'm in the I'm in the real Stumptown right now. Oh, <laughs> right. Next up is Oakland Roots hosting Chattanooga FC. Uh, I'm gonna go with a one-one draw. That that's one with my head, not my heart. <laughs> you're, yeah, your lips to God's draw. ears. <laughs> my heart, my heart says a uh, five-nothing CFC win. My my head says a one-one draw. We're going away from home, dealing with some injuries and some roster issues. So, yeah, I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit about those those roster issues. Correct. 
a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And finally, for the weekend, Cal United Strikers versus the Michigan Stars. Who? Uh, I'm going to go the two zero. That that is in Michigan or is that in? That's California? in that's in California. Oh, I'm going to go three nothing Cal United. All right. I think that was a very favorable pick to uh, to Michigan. So if it was I think you're being super I kind. Only, <laughs> I was only going to go two nothing if it were in Michigan because I figured a little home field advantage playing in the inside of tin can. Home can is, advantage. You know, They're playing out outdoors, yeah. by the way. Yeah, so I expect three nothing. Okay. Uh, boys, any any final questions for Breezy before we, he goes back to the uh, second hole? What's uh What's the temperature out there? Is it cold? Uh, right I'm just now, kidding. I really, I really don't care. You are playing disc golf, so I guess I could have got it by there. But uh, we, we miss you. Come home soon. Yeah, hit us up when you're back. Well, I, I miss you boys too, and I uh, can't wait to pod and drink with you boys. But for now, I'm going to go back to my beautifully sunny. 60 degrees outside drinking uh, weather. It's beautiful. Just hang up a phone now. Peace. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. See you, buddy. Bye. I was really just tired of listening to him talk about what nice weather and outdoor activities he was doing. So he was, he's not here with the boys, so it's time to go. Who? Damn. I'm really excited for this segment because um, as I, I do see the announcements just about as much as anybody when it comes to signing players, but coming when it comes to knowing their background, where they come from, what style of play they are, um, that's not really my wheelhouse. But luckily, that's why Matt is on the podcast. Not saying that you're, you know, not a value, Smitty, but just for this one time. Oh, me so, and you are both kind of going to go yeah, sit so, over here and go, mm-hmm. So uh-huh. no, no offense taken. I'm just here to facilitate... I'm going to take the rock. I'm going to pass it to Matt. He's the qualified one. You're a good point guard. Yeah. Threes only. Go. Threes only. <laughs> Threes and Megs. Yep. That's how we do. That's That sounds about you. Yep. So what, what my vision for this little segment is, uh, is we're just going to take the roster. We'll, we'll go by, we'll go by rough positions. Um, and we'll just talk about each guy for just a little bit. And, and if you guys have any questions, Feel free to feel free to ask, but we'll we'll do we'll try to cover uh, just some basics uh, where they where they've played previously, what kind of player, uh, at least like style of play, and what what things they can do, and uh, and hopefully this helps everybody once we roll out a roll out a team against Oakland, and then a couple weeks later for the first home match on the th- on the fourteenth of March against Michigan Stars. Mm-hmm. Sounds so, good. So let's get started with the keepers. So, uh, no surprise that the number one, uh, and we have we have squad numbers now, so we'll give you a little pre- little preview of the squad numbers. Uh, the number one on the field, number one in our hearts, and the number one goalkeeper on the team sheet between the sticks, baby, is Phil D'Amico returning. Phil returning for his third season. Shout out, Phil. Uh, in case you've been living under a rock, Phil's from Orlando, uh, and then he played he played for West Florida for a minute under Bill Elliott. Uh, Daytona State, and then uh, what was that one school? He was at University of North Florida for a year before he turned pro early. And, like uh, a beast. Played for us all last year. He's so and, and he's back. By the way, Phil's still only like like 21 or 22 or something. Like He's crazy young still. Um, a lot of high upside. We're really excited about, about him and hopes he can have a great season. Lead us to... Uh, Leads to a great season. Um, up next, 
So up next, we've got number 28, a new player to the squad. We've got Alec Reddington. Where's he from, Matt? So Reddington's from St. Louis, uh, and or the St. Louis area. And by the way, that's a bit of a this gonna be a bit of a theme. Uh, Definitely, I can see that. I uh, I wonder why. I cannot imagine that that Jeremy's connections in the St. Louis area hurt in our recruitment process. Oh, it has to do with Jeremy. Stop. <laughs> uh, he had played. He played a, a well. He was he was at Charlotte, the University of North Carolina, Charlotte for a year. He redshirted, went back to St. Louis Community College. Uh, where he played this fall, uh, he's turning pro early as well, and and he's only like like maybe nineteen. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so we've got we've got two you know fairly young keepers for pro soccer. Yeah, uh, and I, and I think that's that's young gonna be, and talented. It's going to be a bit of a theme, I think, for us. We we want young guys. We want hungry guys. Mm-hmm. I, in an ideal world, that and it, and it might take a, a couple years to kind of get in those kind of positions, but yeah, we want to we, we be able to sell players on and. Yeah, seeing Reddington at tryouts as well, he's very competitive, very, very competitive, and he communicates a lot. He's loud, similar to Phil. Awesome. Um, and he's definitely the long-lost brother of Matt Van Dyna. <laughs> 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 nothing, be- nothing better than a little bit of competition between the goalkeepers just because they can constantly push each other and stay Absolutely. in the right mindset. Yeah, there's, so. only the, there's only one position, and that position doesn't sub. Yeah. Also, yeah. they're both they're both psychopaths because they're keepers. Don't you like have to be a psychopath to be a yeah. keeper? Well, and, and you and you have to read <laughs> books. <laughs> Keep, keepers read books. <laughs> Who's next up on our list? So uh, let's go to defenders. Okay, defenders. So we can start with one of our more recent signings, and that's number two, Raymond Lee. Tell so, us about him. So Raymond Lee is someone I'm really excited about. Yes, uh, he's played. First off, here's an interesting fun fact: uh, when he came out of college. And he was at St. Louis University. He's from Kansas City originally. Cool. Uh, Shout out. Went to St. Louis University. Great soccer program in the college ranks. He was drafted by the Philadelphia Union when none other than CFC head coach Peter Fuller was at Philadelphia. Oh, wow. Um, Love the connections. Yeah. yeah and uh, he played. Uh, he was on the roster at Philadelphia for, for about half a season. Um, and they got set down to loan uh, to Harrisburg. Uh, to the Islanders for uh, for half a season. Uh, joined up with with Tulsa after that. Joined up with Rochester after that uh, to play for Bob Lilly, who's a kind of a legend in the U.S. lower lower division soccer circles. Cool. Uh, he moved over with Bob to Bob Lilly to Pittsburgh. Played there for a couple years, um, and then uh, this past year, 2019, he played for Hartford Athletic, the uh, the new team in USL Championship. And and for shout whatever, out Gabby. For whatever reason, whatever reason, Hartford decided not to bring him back. Uh, Shout out Gabby. Probably because Gabby Torres is now. I mean, like, it, it's basically like a like for like swap. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, and I think Gabby Torres projects to be their starting left back, and I would project Raymond Lee to be our starting left back as well. And y'all, he's good. He's very good. Yeah, I mean, he's got. Uh, if you look at his, if you look at his stats, he's got 101. Uh, 101 games, like professional games, that I can see on on transfer market. Uh, one goal, eight assists. Uh, I think I think we're going to see him obviously be a good defender, but get forward a little bit, uh, try to cross the ball in, uh, kind of just do that Gabby Torres role. Yeah, it's awesome. I can see it when I look at his beard. It's just <laughs> beard. Yeah. He, he does have a pretty awesome beard. Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's go on to another new signing um, at number 15. We have Sean Reynolds. So. I'm really, I'm really excited about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Reynolds has played, shoot, I mean, like eight, eight seasons of professional soccer now. 
Um, he's just a you're all all around a really good guy. Uh, he went to West Florida as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, played for played for Billy Elliot. There was teammates with Richard Dixon. Yeah, there's gonna be instant camaraderie. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so he played for he played for VSI Tampa Bay with Dixon. Was in that um, wonderful program. <laughs> that was in was in Iceland for for a year. Uh, won a USL title at at Louisville City, where he played there for a couple years. Nice. He played for most recently for St. Louis FC for a couple years. Uh-huh. Um, and and he was on. This is not. I'm not breaking any news here. This isn't a secret. He was on trial at Pittsburgh uh, with. Former CFC player Jerry Wilshire, wow. uh, this this preseason, and looks. I mean, I, I'm guessing Pittsburgh didn't didn't pick him up, uh, which is also a very Bob Lilly thing to do. <laughs> uh, to, to want to prefer younger guys, but I mean, look at this. Look at the stat sheet on 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 Reynolds. Um, he's mostly he's mostly a center back, by the way. He can play he can play a little left back. He can play a little right back, but I think he projects mostly as a center back for us got 161 games at the pro level and oh by the way two of them were in europa league qualifying jesus when he was with the uh when he was when he was in iceland that's incredible that's awesome so uh i mean he's got he's got some experience and uh i think we'll bring we'll bring an edge uh and a lot of leadership to to our team especially in the back line yeah um so up next we'll talk about our number three another new signing i'm already going to name him jsv (laughs) Is well, I mean, could we can say he is a new signing, but he has played for the club before. Yeah, so this yes. is interesting. Jerry Saintville has uh, is is joining for our se- for his second professional season. He played last year at South Georgia Tormenta, mm-hmm. but Jerry Saintville was our left back against Dallas yes, for he FC was. Dallas in 2018. Um, one one in that match, which is kind of crazy how that's like finally come. He's finally he's finally come home. Yeah. Uh, and and we're I mean we're really excited to have him. He's so he played a left back in that in that Dallas game. Uh, he's played a little bit of left back during preseason. I think positionally he's he's, he's either a left center back or he's a left back. Uh, I think he'll be used in both positions, uh, depending on how we line up, depending on our personnel that's available for games. Uh, he's a decent player. I mean he's still pretty young. Yeah. Uh, he is, um, I believe he's originally from Haiti, but he's uh, domestic status uh, or, or counts as domestic on, on, on our roster. And, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what he, what he does this year. All right. So let's move on to our number five, which is Richard Dixon. We've already had him on for a podcast. So mm-hmm. if you guys um, didn't catch that, you should go back and listen to that episode. But Incredible guy. Uh, we, got his, we got his number wrong. Uh, he thought... We all thought he was gonna be number two, uh, and and that's oh on that podcast, yeah. Oh, but nice. that night we we thought he was gonna be wearing number two, but uh, he's wearing number five, uh, which is which is cool. Uh, we've so we've talked a lot about Dixon before. He's mainly a right back. I think he could play a little center back in a pinch. I I think I might disagree with the coaching staff, or the coach, coaching staff might disagree with me on that one. Since when is that new? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he can play a little bit. He can play a little bit of, uh, of the six as well in defensive midfield. But he's mainly, I mean, he's mainly an out and out right back. Um, and and when he's uh, when he's in the lineup, I would I would imagine he's going to be out there. All right. Well, let's move on to number four, the beloved Gordo or Juan Sanchez. So this is the interesting part about Juan Sanchez is we've got him in the defenders category right now. 
I'm going to go ahead and say that I bet Juan Sanchez plays most of his minutes in midfield. Defensive mid or? Yeah, yeah defensive yeah. midfield. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Juan Sanchez is really good at keeping shape, yeah. uh, especially the team shape. And and I think at the next level, which we're now at, his his uh, lack of, of burning speed probably hurts him a little bit at center back being the last line of defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, he's just so good with his positioning, especially his, like his own like personal body positioning, uh, holding the ball up. He's going to be able to keep a little bit more possession yeah. uh, from, from the, the sixth position than especially, especially in games when we're trying to play on the counter attack a little bit, or just like trying to relieve some pressure. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine, especially because we're, we've got, you know, a, a nice crop of central defenders at this point. Mm-hmm. That he's and and a noticeable lack of center midfielders that I think I think will play more the six this year. Yeah. Um. So up next we've got twenty four. You know him, the ostrich. You love him. All black everything. Soren, you has check. Oh, Soren, where to even begin? <laughs> uh, he's back for. Hey, for, hey yeah. actually, <laughs> let's begin with this: the video that the club showed the other day of Soren's chase down slide tackle. Yeah, it was good. Gorgeous, folks. He's he's fast. He, I mean, like that's the that's the kind of speed, the the, the game changing speed you need, especially in, in recovery uh, from from a center back these days. And and he's got it. Um, Soren's one of those guys. Uh, and this is this is something Breeze and I have to, I've talked about, and, and I don't know how many other people know this, but when we when we project lineups and things like that, especially before the season starts, we don't. And this is not a, a knock against him, but we never, for years now, we've been like, you know, we really want one another like right center back to to be ahead of Soren in the pecking order, and inevitably, inevitably, Soren always takes the job and always does it well. And that's a huge testament to Soren uh, and how good of a player he is. So uh, he definitely he definitely plays up to the position uh, mm-hmm. and plays up to to his teammates. And don't be surprised if he's doing the thing. Shout out the homie Soren. Yep. And then another always C- with a smile on his face too. Another CFC ledge. Another boy, uh, Jordan Dunstan, the homie. Guys, I happy clapped so hard whenever I saw the signing. <laughs> so hard. So. I think I think for a time I was I was curious what what uh, Dunstan was going to do. Uh, obviously, there are, you know the CFC was going from from seventeen foreign players down to you know a max of seven slots, uh, and and that ended up being you know there were several uh, several you know sad goodbyes uh, for players, but also for someone like Jordan, he's got now a domestic league uh, that he can play in, and so it was it was really curious to see what hap- what happened with that. I'm very glad he's back. Obviously, he's athletic. Uh, he's strong. He reads the game very well. Um, he's, you know, kind of a good passer of the ball too. Uh, especially he can he can break lines. He can go over the top. We scored several goals for, with him putting a ball over the top, uh, and either either into space on, or onto someone's uh, yeah, diagonal onto someone's foot. Got a very accurate ping. Also, mm-hmm. he can throw the ball really far. Yes, he, he can, can, and that's that's a nice option to have. I do love it whenever, like you, it's like as after watching games, you get used to like when the ball goes up, you know, in our f- offensive side, like kind of closer to the box. Everybody's always like, I'm pretty sure Jordan will, if he's on the you know right center back, he'll go all the way over to the left just to throw the ball. Yeah. And like, yeah, so cool to see. So like that, he'll play he'll play almost exclusively at left center back for us. Uh, he's obviously he's left footed. Uh, if you've ever watched him play, 
he can play a little left back, uh, although I, I don't I don't think that he will uh, very often. Uh, a couple times last year, we did see him overlap the mm-hmm. center back overlapping the left back, which was kind of fun. Uh, I don't know what kind of crazy I, I, I don't know what kind of crazy hijinks Fuller has in store for the team tactically, but that that is an option. And he's not he's not terrible at he's played left back a couple times for us over the years. <laughs> awesome. Well. So that that concludes the that's all of our defenders. That's the defender section plus so let's plus midfil- so I will, plus midfielder yeah Juan Sanchez so yeah. I I will say keeping uh, if you categorize Sanchez as a midfielder that leaves us with six defenders right now mm-hmm. uh, I don't know I don't know where we are on on if, if there will be any any new players in defense uh, but something I think you'll you'll appreciate is that a lot of the guys on our team can play multiple positions. Yes, um, and and you'll notice, you know, very common theme like, amongst like most. We'll of get our to players. we'll get to Joanne lately in a little bit, but we've got right. him listed in the forward section. He spent most of his time as an outside back mm-hmm. last year, uh, so positional flexibility is super important to this team, and is very good as a wing back. Yes. So let's move on to midfielders. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with our newest signing. Fear the stash. The stash, the bro. Stash. Stash. I freaking stash love so it. Good. It's so good. Um, I, I will, I will very likely bring the stash back this year. Um, I love it, Kyle Carr. I know you're listening. Please do not cut it. Ever off. Ever cut that, dude? <laughs> Please keep ever. that shit on because it is amazing. <laughs> ever. So number twelve, Kyle Carr. So Kyle's originally from Florida. Uh, he played. He's played at a couple different colleges. Um, during, during his college years. Uh, last year was his first professional season, and he played for Lansing Ignite, RIP. Yeah, I was getting ready to Who? say that. Um, Who? <laughs> he, uh, Glad to have you go. He played 25 games uh, for them last year out of a possible 29. Uh, most of those oh, were starts. Uh, he predominantly played at defensive midfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I checked his tape today. It looked really awesome. Yeah. So he, he predominantly played at, at the six. He can play the eight. He can even play a little bit higher if he needs to. He can also play in center defense, uh, and I would I would also uh, I would also imagine he can play a little bit at right back too. Um, very very versatile player. Obviously, that's going to be going to be important for us. Um, and and like I mean, Lansing trusted him to play a lot of minutes uh, this past year, and I think he's going to be a really good addition to uh, to our squad and help help shore up the spine. Yeah, and I know, I know we don't keep up a lot with uh, League Two, but. Um, it's a very good Lansing team as well. Um, so his quality is, is league, there. League one. I mean, sure. Same thing. It's the second league. <laughs> 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 I'm so not, not, not going to get specific. So we'll, ju- we'll jump on to another um, new signing, which is Ian McGrath. So McGrath's bounced around a little bit. Um, CFC fans, CFC fans will remember, let's go back to 2018. Uh, Jordan Dunstan went to Nashville SC, um, which was a, uh, an important, Rip. important step for him in their first professional season. Um, and, and so Ian McGrath was one of the players that was signed along with Jordan to go to Nashville. Uh, he went to university of Evansville, had a really good, really good career there as a midfielder, uh, bounced around a little bit, didn't get a lot of playing time in Nashville, was sent down on loan to enter Nashville where he played against us. Um, that year, and then he went off to uh, he went off to Scotland to play at uh, Queen of the South, which was in the Scottish Championship at the time. Cool, yeah. Uh, played there for the the second half of their season, 
uh, came back home, uh, was actually, uh, was that spent some time in, in Chattanooga, uh, on trial. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we got to see him play in a, in a scrimmage we, last we, year. We, we have known about him. Yeah, uh, very I, good. Oh yeah, we did. We got to watch that, that mm-hmm. Aaron's Quest scrimmage, which was cool. And, and you can see he's got, I mean, he's got great feet. Yeah. He's, um, so he's very tall. Six, yeah, he's five. Like, he's like six, four, six, five. Yeah. Very tall, way better with his feet than you would think he was. I, I imagine we'll play him higher up in midfield, uh, as like the, the number 10, maybe in, in two eights, if there's a six, uh, kind of supporting there, I think we'll see him pushed up on, on goal kicks, uh, and even pushed up if we're in possession, uh, so that he can try to flick the ball on for a striker, or hold it up a little bit, uh, provide a little extra options up top. He uh, he signed with Philadelphia Fury, and he played two games for them, and then R.I.P. Who? Well, the Fury the Fury ignited, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> oh god, and then um, he got picked up by Oklahoma City Energy in the second division, and um, and played there for the for the the last part of the year. Gotcha. Um, and then I, he's coming to Chattanooga. So I'm really excited to see him play. I think he, I think he's going to play a lot. I think he's going to play a lot for us. Awesome. Uh, let's move on to Christopher Marshall sitting. Um, did we say that Ian's wearing number 23? Ian uh, is wearing 23, yes. Bold choice in number. And then, um, so Christopher Marshall is number 20. I want to shout out my buddy Zach, um, who is the lacrosse coach at Oglethorpe University, which is where Chris went. And he used to always go watch their um, games. And he was always telling me about how solid they are. Zach, formerly UTC, former UTC student, uh, CFC supporter as well. Also nice. podcast supporter. Nice. Awesome. But he, I, I, uh, I showed him that when he was coming. He told me how good he was in college. So, so Chris Marshall uh, apparently goes by Topher. Yeah, he does. Uh, Topher. You can he's never, got, ever I'll, have I'll too never, many Topher. I'll never forget that. He's uh, uh, in 68 appearances in his four four seasons of college play, 31 goals, 18 assists, Wow, uh, which is a great return. Uh, yes, Oglethorpe is D3 uh, in college, but still, like, that's good Good players find a way to be good no matter what the level they are, they're in. And yeah. soccer is one of those sports where just because a guy's in D3 doesn't mean he's not good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and, and if that means he's a little under the radar, then great. Uh, I mean, that's great for us. Uh, we had we had uh, we had Topher in at invitational tryouts. Uh, so he's listed as a midfielder. I think I think he probably plays a little bit more uh, as a, as a winger. Uh, probably he's I think he's left footed. Uh, if I remember from from watching tryouts, uh, and and he was lining up mostly on the right side of midfield. Uh, using cutting in, he's got. Seems like he had pretty soft feet. Uh, good delivery. Nice. Um, so I'm, I'm. I don't know too much else about him, but I'm excited to see. I'm excited. Excited to see him with the group. Yep. So um, up next, he's back. The lovely, the wonderful Deuce Deuce himself. The man bun. Deuce yeah. Deuce. Deuce Deuce. Cameron Woodfin. So I'm first off like ex- incredibly excited to have Cameron back. Yeah. Um, He's a really talented player. Uh, really came into his own. Really came into his own last year towards the end of the MPSL season, and then into the Members Cup. Uh, basically, was indispensable to the to the Members Cup team. Uh, Cameron has traditionally played for us as a number ten, kind of a, a center attacking midfield. I would imagine uh, that's that's a possibility. Uh, I would I would guess if if, if we're looking at you know, how do these guys fit in with one another. Um, 
if we think that Ian McGrath using his size, if he's much, much better, you know, centrally and a little bit higher up, I could see Cam playing a little bit more on the wing. Mm-hmm. Um, because he played a little bit of wing for us when we were in that four four two. He did. Uh, diamond yeah. formation. Uh, he can play on the left or the right. He's a great cross of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Cameron's going to play a, a big part of uh, a big role for us this year. And by the way, he's still uh, he's still only twenty three right now. So That's he's crazy. young. That's crazy. Right. I know. Next up, you know him. You love him. Juanito Hernandez Mendizabal. El Capitan. So, first off, it's really good to have Juan, Juan Hernandez back. Yes. Uh, the number 10, he wears it. He he is it. Wears it well. Loves uh, it. But actually, is is he it? Uh, I actually think Juan Hernandez is going to play less of a, kind of that center attacking mid role, mm-hmm. partly for the same reasons that I mentioned that Cam will, might play a little bit more on the wing this year. I think Juan's going to play a little bit more uh, as an eight. Yep. I think he's going to be a little bit more deep lying, a little bit more of a regista. If he plays uh, in, in like a double six type, you know, double pivot type formation, he'll be the more mobile mm-hmm. uh, of players. It, it'll it'll kind of progress into a a, a four three three with uh, you know like a six and then an eight off to the side a little bit and a little bit higher with a ten further up the field. Yeah, and um, him, him playing farther back is not going to mean less offense um, for us. It's really going to mean more offense because his distribution that he's so good at, he's going to be able to unlock the midfield. That's going to allow more passes to come through. That's so we can get yeah. him to our advanced players. The yeah. the tr- the trick with Juan Hernandez is if you don't mark him out of the game and he has time and space, yep. he's going to pick you apart. Every and time. when he picks you apart, uh, usually good things. Uh, or put, put good potential for things to happen in the attacking third uh, is there. As always, it comes down to finishing. But At least the chance for a good thing to happen. Yeah, we, we have to qualify our finishing sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm really excited to see what he's doing. Uh, he'll also, I don't think this will be a crazy surprise to anyone being the cap, one of, you know, our cap our team captain, um, but he'll also take a little bit of a coaching role, especially on the field. Absolutely. And uh, uh, like the strength and conditioning and things like that. And it's it's also like just generally great. This is his first professional contract, like awesome. fully fully professional contract. Yeah, he's been with the club for a long, long time. Uh, he's going to turn thirty next month, uh, but he he freaking deserves it. Absolutely. So we we talked so much about the the, the distribution from Juan. Let's talk about who's going to be on the end of that distribution. So we'll move forward to our attacking players. Um, okay. So we'll start out with the fastest. Number eight in the game, Joao Costa. He's back. He's back. So the the members Mark Bartra hide <laughs> the, the the members cup uh, golden boot winner Joao Costa. Yes, uh, is back. He's the he was the team's co leading scorer last year with eleven goals. Um, co leading with who? Co leading with with Felipe Oliveira. Uh, also shout out because Pipe's getting married this weekend. Shout out Pipe. Congrats. So, um. I think Joao's going to be an interesting one, uh, based on what we saw in the in the in the broadcast game against Memphis uh, in preseason. Um, he his speed did not translate as well as as it did in, in some of the amateur and Members Cup games, um, and and partly because Memphis builds their team to be super athletic. Uh, so against uh, other super athletic teams like that, I think. 
he's going to have to to work on holding the ball still up a little bit better. And then as we work, you'll be able to find pockets uh, in the attacking third. I think he might be, I could see him more as a bench option uh, because he's like that. He's got that, like the game changing speed. Imagine, imagine Joao coming onto the field with tired legs with 20 minutes left in a game. I mean, he, he's the kind of guy you, you can just spring one ball over the top. And now all of a sudden now he's got speed to really do some damage with you. Yeah. But also with tired legs becomes tired minds. And that's when his 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 cutback ability, yep. uh, he'll be able to really, really torch some people. Jo- um, Joao has such a good ability to find a way to get his shot off. Yeah. And and I think I think the trick for and this goes for our entire, you know, all, our, our entire forward crew. The, the the we're just gonna have to figure out a way to make everyone play the best they can mm-hmm. and, and find a way to fit the system. And and I wouldn't be surprised if he starts starts off the bench. Uh, at first, uh, and, and this is also his first professional contract. Yeah, um, there's but, so but much. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a big part of the team, no matter what. And there's so much turnover in this team. There's gonna be a lot of that. A lot of players um, that maybe we're used to seeing start, maybe not starting, and maybe they'll come in for a little bit. And there's, um, it's gonna be great to see what Coach Fuller does with the team. There, there's gonna be some really good competition for spots. He's um, not afraid of experimenting. No, so there's there's gonna be some no. craziness going on. Uh, maybe a maybe a six forward lineup one game. I mean, like a three, we, like a three, one, six. We have enough of them. So, <laughs> so uh, going on to our next player, we're going to go with number 17, the man, the myth, the legend, Joanne Laidley. So Weezy is a really interesting one. We mentioned it earlier Weez- that, uh, that he's pl- playing more as a winger this year, uh, as opposed to an outside back. I think his best, I think his best position for us could end up being if we decide to play a back three. Uh, and have and have two wide wing backs. I think I think Raymond Lee could fill one of those roles on the left, but I think I think that role is almost tailor made for Wheezy because he can get forward uh, with electric electric speed, so fast, and cross the ball in or or, or come inside do whatever. Uh, but he's also and, and like have the recovery speed on defense. Um, but he's also you know, we we kind of trained him uh, for a lot for a year, mostly out of necessity, to be an outside back. And I just wouldn't be surprised if that's if that's an option uh, that we utilize uh, in some games. And a great option to have. So so up next, we're going to go to number 18, Sean Hofstadter. So that's a new player for us. Sean was uh, pl- played his college career at West Florida under Bill. And uh, his, his junior year was absolutely insane. Uh, I think he was I think it was first team uh, division two. All American. Um, he was he was definitely all all region his senior year, but his junior year was setting him apart a little bit. I think teams were ge- gearing on him a little bit his senior year. Uh, he's good forward. He's got a crazy high work rate, uh, which is going to be pretty important, especially if uh, if we're trying to we're trying to press or, or chase some games or just like have have him harass the the opposition when we're defending. Um. You know, this is his first professional team or team and season, so it's hard to know sometimes how how college ball translates to the pro level, especially for strikers. We have another one that we'll we'll ask that question about as well. We we talked a lot with Sean about his work rate, his ability to torment a back line. So he's going to have a partner in crime with that, and that's going to be another new player, Brian Bimmett. Number fourteen. So Brian Beam, it's a really, uh, I think, a, a really cool pickup for us. 
Beam uh, it. Because he's played... Get it right, Smitty. Beam it. Beam My it. Bad. So he's played uh, coming out of college where he went, he went to Loyola in Chicago. He played oh, cool. for Puerto Rico FC in the NASL. Yep. Uh, he played a little bit for Jacksonville Armada. By the way, if you want to hear some great stories, talk to Brian about his time at, at Puerto Rico. True. Yes. Uh, he was at he was at Invitational Tryouts, yeah. where a lot of us got to meet him for the first time. Uh, he left he left the Armada to go to Ford Madison last year. Uh, he said he really enjoyed his time there. Um, got a couple goals and an assist up there, mostly in a substitute role, coming off the bench. He can play. Um, so he can play the ten, and he played mostly the ten uh, in when it, in his time in Puerto Rico. He can play. Uh, Either one of the wings, like kind of the forward wings, he can play up top as number nine. I don't think that's his best position. Maybe more as, as a secondary striker. Yeah, if he's playing centrally. Uh, but I think we'll see him line up a lot on the right wing. Yeah, and I, so I think he's going to really be a fan favorite just because of his work rate. Like every time an opposing center back has the ball, Brian will be breathing down their neck. Good. It's going to be exciting. It'll also be nice to have a guy with some pro experience um, in the forward line. Yeah, uh, just to be able to, to be able to rustle up some defenders a little bit, and um, he's he's had a he's had a pretty decent preseason so far. So dope. Um, so next up is number eleven, um, and I saw him at Aldi the other day, and but I thought I recognized him, and I was like, I'm not gonna yell or Dude, like make a fool of myself. <laughs> um, but this is Caleb Jackson. So I don't. This is the one. I, I maybe I don't know as much uh, about him as some of the other players. Uh, he went to Rockhurst University in Illinois, which is D2 school. Uh, his first pro year was last year for South Georgia Tormenta, uh, where he was teammates with Jerry St. Ville. And uh, he, he only got eight games in um, for South Georgia. I think I think he's just another one of those like athletic, high work rate type forwards. Uh, I think he, he'll play predominantly uh, like centrally. He can also be kind of a secondary striker, play a little on the wing if need be. I think it, he might make more sense in a two forward formation. Uh, but I, I think I think we're you can see a pattern of picking up uh, guys that are that are athletic, that are willing to work or willing to play defense, and uh, I think that'll be a, a kind of a theme for for the season. Cool. So um, next is number seven, which is Clayton Adams. So Clayton's uh, got a bit, bit of an interesting story. Uh, if you if you look into some some background on him, uh, played for, uh, kind of came out of nowhere to play for the Georgia Revolution Reserves. Okay. The um, kind of the spring of 2018, did well there and, and and made the Georgia Revolution roster for the summer of 2018. He didn't actually play against us. I think I think he had a couple injuries uh, that summer, but he kept playing a little bit through the fall. Earned himself a tryout. Played for Austin Bold in 2019. Wow, not not a, a terrible, crazy amount. Uh, by the way, teammates with former CFC player Sean McFarland at uh, at Austin Bold. He's kid. The kid is fast. Okay, he is speedy, rapid, um, super athletic. Uh, he combines well. He tracks back hard on defense. Um, I could. I would not be surprised to see him. Uh, being able to, to generate some defense and offense really quick for us this year. So last but certainly not least, our man up top in the middle, 
new man to this season, number nine, Santiago Swagadello. I knew you were going to say that. I couldn't resist. I know. I know. Uh, Santiago Dello's is, uh, well, he's like 6'2". He's athletic. Yep. Um, he can definitely run on the break. He's got a little bit of flair, which is why Smitty's calling him Swagadello. Um, scored something like 42 goals in 39 matches. His two years in college play. Um, listen, like I have, I have some high hopes for him. Uh, obviously, and we said this with Sean Ostetter, you know, there's no guarantee coming out of the college game into the pro game what kind of player you're going to be. But I think, I think he's the kind of guy that, uh, worth taking a chance on. I think, I think he could become a good player. Uh, it's worth noting he played for Detroit City in the summer. Who? The NPSL summer season. Uh, arrived, arrived a little bit late to Detroit and, and never really broke into the team very much except for some garbage time minutes. Uh, but did have a goal, I believe, against FC Juarez. So that's not nothing. And uh, I, think, I think Detroit would have wanted him back had uh, had they not had Yazid Matthews kind of come out of uh, kind of be the end up, end up being like their tall player in their in their two man forward line, so we'll um, we'll see what he does. I would not be shocked to see Santi start this weekend against Oakland. I don't know anything at all, but I wouldn't be shocked. I wish so I knew. ready for that game. I wish I knew things at all. So ready for that game. First professional game in CFC history. Well, they'll be wearing, by the way, you see this get released yesterday. Yeah. So where pretty. they'll be the wearing owners. the owner's jersey. It's a, a little bit different of an owner's jersey. Yeah, so the TriStar. With no sponsors because the fans, the owners, are our sponsors. Absolutely right. Isn't that cool? So amazing. So that wraps up our roster review. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Matt definitely got some things wrong, um, so make sure to tweet at him. Let me know. Let me know what I did wrong. Also, players. Matt definitely got some things wrong. So, <laughs> so tweet at him. Yeah, at him, not the pod. <laughs> or you, you, can, you can tweet the pod. But anyways, Smitty, if anybody wants to find you away from the podcast, where can they do that? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at a Smitty knows. Matt, what about yourself? You can find me on Twitter at Whiskey is fine. And you can find me on Instagram at I am Caniglio. You can find me, Jay, producer Jay, on Twitter at J underscore Buchanan and on Instagram at letter J. Hope you guys enjoyed this one as much as we did. Mm-hmm. Peace out and go CFC. Go Love Blues. You, Chattanooga.